ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show. This isn't really an episode. This is just kind of... Cameron and I haven't really uh, done a full episode in a while. Yeah. And, yeah, because uh, the last one was Whiplash, and that was like two weeks Whiplash ago. Whiplash was good. I had, to, I had to stop listening halfway through, because like while there were spoilers, I felt like the movie wasn't completely spoiled, mm-hmm. and I do want to see it before I finish listening. Yeah, yeah. It's but probably I, for the best, because we talk about the, the movie in its entirety, how it ends, everything, yeah. so... Um, yeah, and I got to, like, before the ending, so, mm-hmm. um, like, you hinted at a lot of stuff, but I thought it was a great show from what I listened to. Mm-hmm. That was a good panel. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed those um, those folks. Who was it? It was Quentin, Kate, and who was... Uh, Sean McFall. Okay, mm-hmm. and he was in Cove? I yeah. told I told sound engineer Alex that it, it, broke, or it blew his mind. Oh, it yeah. Blew, he's a Cove fan, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was great. It was a really, mm-hmm. really cool show. Did you like the movie overall? Yeah, I did like it. Yeah. I think, well, what I was telling them is after I asked them to give a give it a letter rating, I was thinking somewhere in the B minus C plus range. But after hearing their testimony, it brought mine up to like a, a <laughs> B, B plus, B plus, something like that. All right, yeah. it's a good movie though. Cool, I can't wait to see it. Uh, would you say it's probably an Oscar contender? No. Now? No, okay. it's good, but it's not. It's again not mind blowing. Right. So, yeah. It was nominated for Independent Spirit Awards. So yeah, I can see that. I'll see. You know, I'll be curious to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, cool. So a lot of things have happened. Yeah. In the in the news. Mm-hmm. Um. So. The first thing you mentioned to me was Joe Dirt Two. <laughs> hey, Joe Dirt Joe Dirt Two is officially in production. Yep. And they like they're filming it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> Dreams do come true. Like, Isn't that what it's called? A shit, shit. It's something like that. I mean, really? it's something really ridiculous. Like the subtitle is just really oh ridiculous. Uh, but I'm for it, man. I love the first Joe Dirt mm-hmm. movie. I am an unabashed like I love the first Joe Dirt. It is a it is a really funny movie, and one when it came when it when I saw the previews and I was in high school or <laughs> right. something. At this point, I was. Tired of I'm still I'm still tired of David Spade. Yeah, but I was just rolling my eyes like I cannot. This looks so stupid. Yep. But I watched it like four or five times on Comedy Central. You know. Yeah. Between then and now, and it's really funny. That was one of the early DVDs I ever got, and I wore that thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, there's a gag reel on it that is just the best ever. Yeah. Uh, the old guy talking about the frozen shit is just, it's so fucking funny. I still think about, homies, where you make it? <laughs> you want to see homos naked, man? Homies, where you make it? And of course, walking in one of his best roles. Yes. Just yes. Clem the, the, the I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Joe Dirt 2, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Other craziness. I think maybe the first one we should talk about, Jurassic World. Yeah. Holy shit. It looks like fun. But we were right about everything. <laughs> like, in the initial report on the Johnny Gow, the first Johnny Gowell interview, mm-hmm. we talked about it. They're bringing a genetically perfect killing machine that has cuttlefish in <laughs> DNA, Cameron. Yes. <laughs> and Chris Pratt has a raptor army. What? Oh, they're on his side. Yes. He, okay. The, he's trained them. Okay. He has domesticated the raptor. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one domesticates a raptor. Did you Did you see the thing? I, I 
posted on Facebook. It was that line. Uh, yeah, attributed but Burt Because <laughs> when I saw it, and he was like, depends on what kind of dinosaurs they cooked up in that. I lab. think that is the most ridiculous line in the trailer. Okay, I was afraid you were going to, like, no. get mad at me for saying that. Okay. That line sucks. Here's my take, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it. I'm digging it. The jaw, like, there's a, clearly a Jaws reference with the shark, mm-hmm. you know, because of Spielberg and everything. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I love the, the crocosaurus, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then we start getting into the genetically engineered dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then, cra- yeah, he said, I cringed when he said that. I'm I'm totally into the trailer, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Well, it depends what kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab. With and that I went, swoopy cane. Yeah, we're from thing. up high and down onto him. And I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. No. And then it just. It goes off the rails into crazy town after that. Um, however, but it's it's still mixed with like cool like the pi- like the minor fucking piano theme, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, ending, uh, you know, with with the title card or the you know the logo and then the raptor army. Yes. Um, okay. Th- see, I was confused by that. I was like, are they running after him or no? What? He's yeah. helping. Like okay. they're they're gonna help him fight the genetic dinosaur. Okay, maybe they can cook something up in the kitchen. <laughs> you know. Uh, here's my take, though. Mm-hmm. So it immediately, like, my first thought: this is a sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they fucked up real bad the first time. Like the engine did, you know. Like I mean, the the like, the movie's great. I'm yeah. saying within the story, they fucked up. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that again? Why would they create what Chris Pratt literally says? This thing is gonna kill anything that moves. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they do that again? Yeah. So and this is like the, now people. I I promise you, I came up with this thought independently. <laughs> people have since like there have been mm-hmm. big articles about it. Mm-hmm. It's a weapon. It is a it is a it is a weapon. Uh, that they because what a perfect cover the park is a cover yeah the company is you know making weapons and they have to be making them for the government because think of how bad you know like they fucked up I mean there has to be an amount of cover up mm-hmm. a T Rex in the second movie you know Rex San Francisco yeah you know so there has to be something with the government with InGen to make dinosaur weapons right. Uh, because why else would you breed a T-Rex, Raptor, Cuttlefish, Black Adder dinosaur? <laughs> like, there's that can jump 40 feet high, yeah. can camouflage, probably has a poisonous bite. There's no other... Can probably see you if even if you stand still. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's no point, you know, to this, to doing that. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking that that is the only reason, because otherwise that whole storyline makes zero sense. Right. If it is not a weapon, that is outrageous. Yes. I, I, I'm i kind of bummed just about no original cast, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like one of them will show up. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be... I think it'll be Goldblum. Yeah. Um, Please. Man, I really want him to show up. It'd be great. But I do like Pratt. I like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the kids, Ty Simpkins, who's in Insidious and Iron Man 3. He's He was the kid at the beginning of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think it might be good. I, I hope it's good. I mean, I my first viewing, I just geeked out. Yeah. But then upon like inspecting the elements, I was like, well, this could go off the rails real quickly. Yeah. I mean, obviously the sequels 
are bad. Speak for themselves. <laughs> so uh, I think we can... Is Spielberg directing it? Or? He's executive producing. Uh, okay. I forgot who's directing. It's... Oh, man. He's done something that was good, though. Richard Donner. <laughs> we get Donner on board. <laughs> Take a break from developing Goonies 2 mm-hmm. to do this. Um, <laughs> the other big news... Well, I mean, there's some other things. Uh, Apocalypse has been cast for the new X-Men movie. Yeah. He's going to be uh, Luella Davis inside Mm -hmm. Apocalypse. Um, (laughs) I'm fine with that. I don't really feel... I think he's a great actor, so I don't really feel one way or another about it. I feel like the makeup or effects or whatever is going to be so heavy. You you just need somebody who's got the right, carries himself correctly. Uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see what they do with if you know makeup and, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, because they, they can shape shift. You know, before I knew what the word apocalypse meant, I thought it was like apocalypse. Because in the cartoon, he's got those like. Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, I mean, when I was like eight, I didn't know what the word well, apocalypse. So you were meant. a stupid eight. I was a dummy, dumb, dummy. <laughs> no, but he's got those little, in the cartoon in the comics. He's got the little things coming off of his mouth. Right. Yeah. So I thought it was lips. Okay. Like a lips. Weird. So I I am wondering whether he's going to be like all blue, blue with like the little thing. I mean, on his so head. you haven't seen Days of Future's Past yet. Yeah. Have you? Did you watch the end credits? I well, I guess I didn't take note of what he looked like. Yeah, he's got the he's got the the lips and everything okay. going on. So, uh, but he's a kid, so mm-hmm. I don't know what they're you know. Um. So, oh, Pan, yeah, the Pan mm. trailer came out. Did you watch that? I haven't. Okay, it's it's weird. I'll go ahead and tell you, it's pretty weird. Who's in this? It's Hugh some... Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman doesn't play Hook, he plays Blackbeard. Mm. So the story is that Peter Pan is a orphan, gets kidnapped to Neverland to fight Blackbeard the pirate and he teams up with Captain Hook who's not Captain Hook yet he's James Hook yeah um, and they're in some weird like mining they're be they're, I, mean, I think they're in slavery essentially mm-hmm. uh, and somehow Hook is gonna you know eventually become Captain Hook mm-hmm. so they're friends it's kind of a weird I don't know it's a weird origin story this is very weird it's got like some it's got some really stunning visual stuff It's but it's got a lot of shades of uh, like Oz the Great and Powerful or the Great Powerful Oz or whatever yeah. it was uh, I don't know you should take a look at the trailer and we'll talk a little bit more about it on the next show but okay. yeah it's weird the biggest news obviously Skywars Skywars <laughs> uh, what do you think what do you um, think of that minute and a half trailer I mean we're, we're putting a lot of you know it's hard to overstate um, how impressive it was even as it, as what we are you know jaded uh, former Star Wars fans. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was yeah. in middle school and stuff, like I couldn't get enough Star Wars stuff. Right. And then this thing happened. Right. Some stuff went down. <laughs> and uh, about nine years of stuff went down. Yes. And um, it's been a, a a mixed bag ever since. Yeah. You know, the only real quality coming out of like is is you know mostly like video games. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. And arguably some of the expanded universe stuff. Right, which apparently has been done away with now. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, so to see this and to get that like feeling inside, right? Like a genuine feeling of giddiness, which I was not expecting. I watched it like two days after it came out. Like I'm not going to watch this. I don't, you know, I don't want to get all excited about it, right? Because you know, Star Wars, you, you, you're the Ike Turner of my life, and you know, <laughs> sorry. 
No, but for real. You know what I'm talking about. You know. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I was the same way as you. Um, I I came to a realization that as much as I loved Star Wars, it didn't bring me a lot of joy anymore. Like, even Mm -hmm. watching the original films, which I like, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, because of the the prequels, I was just kind of bored by it all, you Mm -hmm. know? And then I saw this... And I, the same exact thing happened. I was not expecting... I was expecting to, like, dig it and be like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, like, I jumped to my feet and yelled when the, the Millennium Falcon came on the screen. Mm-hmm. It's so perfect. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just so fucking cool. Um, you know, I mean, it, it just... The, the X-Wings and, you know, Boyega as, a, like, a stormtrooper, you know, in that mm-hmm. first shot. I mean... It, it's just so different. Yeah, it's such a different feel. That yeah, but that's what it needed. Like mm-hmm. it needed to be different. You needed mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, uh, even the prequels, because of George Lucas's involvement, that everything looks the same. Yeah, it all has a very specific style, and not that there's anything wrong with that style necessarily, but there's you know, the the camera always stayed very far away. You know, and it just this is really it felt like it was in your face and, and sure, you know the stuff with the stormtroopers and I mean. Just it's all dark and you know gritty. Um, what do you? So uh, people are picking apart very small details about of it. Of course, and which you know they're gonna do that. I don't give a fuck about any of it because I enjoyed all of it. Yeah, I think it works on the level it's supposed to work. Right. So if you want to get, which I mean, of course they did, but if you want to get all irked over what it, I, probably the cross hilt lightsaber. But people, yeah, people are getting upset about that they're getting upset about uh the droid they're getting upset about the the new speeder bike um i mean it's just the most petty bullshit no it's just people some i mean what do you even well here's the thing about the the uh the crossbar that i Uh thought was interesting that somebody brought up bunch of people have lost their hands in the Star Wars franchise yeah. because of not having a crossbar, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Uh, one of the other things I had read, it looks a little unwieldy, like the actual blade looks a little more primitive, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is about the Force Awakening, so I'm, I, maybe it's old technology, maybe it's old Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, That's an interesting idea. Yeah, I thought that was really you know kind of neat. Andy Serkis is the one doing the voiceover, yeah. and it sounds yeah. nothing like him. You know, yeah. uh, I'm excited. Yeah, um, and I think to just to go back to how it looked, um, the just you know the talk early on of Abrams wanting to do uh, models. Yeah, and um, actual physical. Yeah, I, I it seems to be paying off. Yep, that the X wings sure as hell didn't look like an effect. None of it looks so, very digital, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it all... It, of course, it all looked clean, but, I mean, it in such a way that it was like, holy shit. felt organic. Yeah. I mean, which, again, maybe that goes to it feeling different because uh, the tr- the prequel trilogy feels the complete opposite of organic. I know? just feel like the prequels and then the special editions are just so self-indulgent and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean... Let's cram as much shit into the frame as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, they, this, to see an open shot with it's just desert, and then the guy popping in yeah, the frame. Yeah, John Boyega feel, just popping up like that, and just 
like being out of breath and it's like oh sh- there was there was immediately urgency yes which is something i don't know that i could say i ever felt in the, the prequels yes a sense of urgency mm-hmm. you know i mean so i don't know uh you know some people feel one way about abrams you know i think uh it's in good hands of course, it was only a minute and a half. You know, we we can't tell anything from that. Right. I'm sure there will be 12 more trailers between now and yeah, next Christmas. Yeah, to be honest, if we never got another one, I'd be happy. That's how yeah. I like trailers. Yeah. They, I, know, I know nothing about them. Right. That's how I want it. And I, this is the first movie uh, that I can think of. I have stayed away from all spoilers. Yeah. I read, you know, some of the, like the basic plot stuff early on, but like concept art has leaked. I mean, there's been a lot of like stuff that has leaked and, and gotten out there and I just I won't read it I just yeah. want to be I want this to be a surprise yeah I want yeah I mean just this is not an exception by any means but I want nothing to do with it I, I me and Stephanie my wife talk about this a lot where we just we don't even want to see trailers anymore because we'd rather just get something small right. like this yeah where it's just some scenes and it's all out of context and you don't know what anything has to do with anything. Yeah. I would pr- much prefer that. Well, and then just the amount of, you know, debate and conjecture that has gone into a minute and a half, you know, we see this Sith, we have no idea mm-hmm. who that is, what's going on, you're going to judge a, this, you know, there's one piece of technology that doesn't exist, um, you know, <laughs> and just make all of these, you know, outrageous claims, and it's just like... Calm the fuck down. Like yes. it, it is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the Heath Ledger syndrome. You know, nobody thought that could be anything, and it was. And you know, uh, I feel as, as a as a movie fan, I in the last few years, I have lowered my expectations mm-hmm. just to go into things. You know, depending on who the director is and that kind of thing. You know, going into it, just being like, okay, let's let's fucking, you know, let's just mm-hmm. let's go for it. You sure. know, so well, cool, man. Yeah, that's at the top of the list for for wanting to see next year. Yeah, uh, Jurassic Park's up there. I get. Well, X Men won't come out next year. I guess it'll come out in twenty sixteen. Right? Yeah, I think it's twenty sixteen. All right. Well, we've got two. I mean, there's a ton of great movies coming out next year. As much as I would love X Men to be part of Marvel, I mean, they've. A- Apparently have enough to work with. Well, and Days of Future's Past was not bad. No, I thought Days of Future's Past was great. Um, I didn't expect to like it. I liked First Class, but I don't like any of the original films that they did. Mm-hmm. So, like, bringing it all together, and then how they kind of retconned everything at the end, I was just... I was in love with it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I adore Days of Future's Past, actually. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it'll be real interesting. I mean, we've got Avengers. We've got a we got a ton of shit. I'm sure we'll talk about that in our year end wrap up. But yeah. I'm excited. It's a it's a good time to be a movie fan. Yeah. So, right. Well, that's kind of what's been going this on in the news. Forty years from now, they'll say they don't make them like they do. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what if they said that in the '80s? They didn't make them like they did in the '60s. No. Because the '80s was the best time to be a they movie did, fan. They did because you can't, nobody ever appreciates the time period they're in. Yeah. They just want to be somewhere else. Uh, I think technologically, just what is possible in cinema mm-hmm. is astounding. Yep. You know. Gravity. I mean, come on. Here's an inter. So when I was away on the Bethlehem shoot, uh, I watched Gravity on TV mm-hmm. on a hotel TV. 
I was not impressed yeah. at all. It really lost a lot for me. Mm. See, I've heard the opposite, but I mean, maybe... Or just that you can watch it at home and it's all right. But would you say... I mean... I didn't get anything from it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, just nothing. Like I mean, And then I watched it from start to finish, and yeah. I was just like... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it at all. Um, I yeah, watched was it, it your first time seeing it? No, no, no. I saw it in oh, theaters. Okay, okay. Yeah, so the the I missed you know, like seeing it in theaters and then going to that was just like yeah. No, that doesn't. I saw work. it in three D too. So yeah, so did I. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I that it worked for you know like that was one of the few three D movies I've seen that really worked. Yeah. Have you seen Interstellar yet? Yeah. Uh, did you like it? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try to see that in Birdman this week. So. Yeah, Interstellar's one. I mean, it's just one of those movies that you just you sit there like, whoa. And you know how the word "amazing" currently yeah. is pretty overused, right? But I feel like you can use it legitimately to describe that movie. Wow. Okay. Um, and you know, there's there's a lot of uh, Christopher Nolan like worshippers and haters. And sure. I don't really fall into either camp. Yeah. Just because I think. He is a great filmmaker. He doesn't make perfect movies, but I don't want perfect movies, so it's fine. Right. Um, but there's some there's some elements in that movie that I was really amazed by. Right. And I don't I don't mean that in any kind of like I don't know overstatement kind of way. I mean I was literally amazed. And a lot of so. people that seems to be uh, a similar opinion. A lot of people were amazed by a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'm curious to see that. I mean, well, as a like as a story, mm -hmm. how did you feel? Because that's where I feel. People I felt get, like there were there lost. were some dragging points, okay, but nothing where I was like confused or I I was like, well, that doesn't make sense, okay, or whatever. I was along for the ride, and okay. it's a long ride. I mean, it's three hours, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, anything that was happening on Earth, I was like, eh. okay, but um. Not to the point where I felt like it really drug it down. It's just it's not the strong point. That's sure. All right. Well, I will see those soon, yes. hopefully. Uh, and yeah, when we come back from after this show, I'm mm -hmm. sure we'll uh, we've got some interviews on the pipeline. We've yeah. Got. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some more Christmas content, some video game playthroughs. Yeah, hoping to do to well redo really uh, Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. yeah. It's quite the, the game. The lost video game playthrough. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, well, I, I don't want to say what we've got because we don't know yet, really. Yeah. Totally. We don't have it until we have it. That right, kind of thing. right. But things are, things are looking promising for a certain movie that's reaching a 20-year uh, anniversary. Yeah, after the first of the year, we'll have a cool retrospective. I know that. Mm -hmm. One way or another, that will be a retrospective. We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... And I, we will do a year-end show, year-end mm -hmm. year-end review, and if we can get it together, we will have a uh, best of show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm combing through episodes. Okay, so we've reached over a year of content. We, you know, we're gonna go through some of our favorite moments and talk about some stuff. Yeah. So get uh, you know, be be on the lookout for that, and uh, yeah, we'll catch y'all next time. All right. Goodbye. See you. Mike.